0: Hello everyone, welcome back. This is actually going to be part two of the show. Um, of episode 19. Of episode 19, right. So our first part went a little overboard. Um, so anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the first part. If, if you haven't listened to it, uh, recommend. A little rambly. This is part two, also a little rambly. Uh, Jordan is joining us now. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Hello, I'm I'm welcome a, to the second me. half <laughs> short <and> shot <laughs> i'm here in a major microwave in the background <laughs> yeah there's a some construction happening outside everyone welcome <laughs> for the second time we have jordan joining us from augusta georgia uh he doesn't have too long here because he has uh some pr- a practice or something very soon so Let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? I am back. Back here from Augusta, Georgia. Super excited to be here. Um, high energy is always. Jack sideways on FaceTime. Always good <laughs> to be here. What you been up to since we last talked to you uh, in September? Uh, as expected, there's been a lot of things that have gone down in the past uh, four or five months. Not Nothing too uh, great, but <laughs> there's a lot to get into here. But... Um, yeah, so the academy's been okay at best. Um, it's not what the fans want to hear, but that's the reality of the situation. Um,
1: okay, um, as in like performance, or okay, as in like the uh, experience there has just been like, eh. Um, I'd say for the
0: expectations that the that I had going into the academy, the uh, guys under delivered and basically it's i'd say the overall overall like grade for the academy is like a c minus as of now regarding <laughs> like them getting the recruits placed them being an effective like outlet to talk to just nothing nothing great that's uh that's not a great grade what has been the best part of it um i'd say the best part um it's just the people that i met like some really cool dudes um there's a couple bad apples in the team but the main people in my apartment are great. All right, so this will probably come off as like a, a rant here, but I guess that's what that's what the guests are here to do. So uh, I'll start the rant with... Uh... <laughs> Not really. No? No rants on the, on the podcast?
1: <laughs> no, you can do it, but I, I don't know. I don't think we recruit people on here just to rant
0: have a we'll say it's venting i'm gonna vent on the and not and we're not talking right, among us enough. here we're not talking among us um <laughs> that's oh that's got I, okay, go I, we gotta mention that we gotta mention <laughs> that i'm not cutting that jack what do you think we'll, get, we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> all right so basically right so it's a it's a gap year academy for soccer there's the head dude there's the head dude that recruits everybody and he organizes the program and he funds it himself um he is Ah, oh, it's so hard to explain. Basically, he underperfor- or underdelivered on his crazy expectations he set for everybody. He's building four other academies under the same brand, despite his first academy arguably being underperforming, unsuccessful, unhappy player base, unhappy teammates, just only having two kids getting recruited when they already made the connections before they came to the academy. So that would mean that the actual point of the academy is to get kids recruited but then he didn't actually do any recruiting for these kids so basically yeah the the team's not super happy the games are fun when we're playing but outside of the games like practices aren't great we've had like four coaches um geez we're on the most recent coach who arguably would be the best of the four but he's still like has his issues as every coach does but i don't know it's just if i could go back in time i would have gone to amherst this past fall and played there yeah
1: do you still have like solid enough connection to the people that reach out or the schools that reached out to you before you went where you think if you uh connected with them again you'd probably get a chance to play there like at amherst for example
0: um, yeah, it's actually a great question. So not Amherst um, in this case, because I reached out to them and they said that they're done recruiting for um, this next fall. But basically I've, due to the issues I already explained with the under underperforming recruitment system here, um, I've basically taken it into my own hands in my old head coach. Um, and we've gone like talking to like um, a couple of D2 and D3s that I'm going to, Um, talk to in the past in the next like few weeks but i'm looking at like um i'm not sure if you heard of it like stevens institute of technology i have heard
1: of technology schools but
0: yeah i mean it's a that's my best bet right now it's pretty it's really nice it's like a top academic d3 um just just across the river from new york city
1: oh okay that's good city life city boy
0: yeah but pretty down on the academy at this point and the recruitment and i don't know the only good part is just spending every day with your like roommates and best friends
1: yeah so at this point like when does the uh, academy like officially end like what's the final day
0: um it officially ends in like the middle of may but um obviously recruitment is like a fluid process so like kids recruit or kids commit to schools anytime um between this past fall and like may of this year
1: yeah i was asking more so like if it's been a pretty negative experience like is there any chance of you like kind of cutting it short and i don't know maybe trying to go to independent uh showcase events or something like that like more upstate or are you gonna kind of ride it out see what happens
0: um considering like the contracts I'm locked into regarding like the apartment and the actual Academy itself, it's kind of hard to leave without just paying the, uh... it's kind of like when a coach gets like sacked, they have to pay off his contract. Yeah. Um, you kind of just have to either pay off the contract and leave or just stay. So I'm probably gonna stick around. And I mean, it's a decent level of soccer in the actual league itself, but um, there's no really, there's no real like opportunity to leave and do my own thing if I want to actually play at a decent level until this next fall. And even if the system isn't working out the, like, I mean, you got, you got a close group of guys, so it's not like the actual living is unenjoyable, which is important. No, the living, yeah, the living is great or it's not great, but we have a, we make a good time out of Augusta, Georgia. And uh, yeah, I mean, most of the conversations revolve around just the outrageous activities that go down at this like this academy yeah <laughs> yeah so outside of that um i mean i guess that's really aside from winter break that's what you've been up to so you know that brings us to winter break and uh actually you know, some-
1: just real quick kind of relating to both so obviously you're in chase five and i you showed chase five to your teammates
0: Oh, yeah, that was a that was a funny night. So I figured I would just I figured I'd show my roommates the uh, project I worked on, obviously chase five over winter break. And uh, is that I how sh- you
1: described it?
0: I said, I no, I said I filmed the movie and they were like, oh, that's <laughs> they, had, they had low expectations. Actually, um, I'd say I'd say they loved it compared to expectations I set for them. <laughs> I, I got part of a reaction video from you but the guy's phone ran out of power halfway through but it was it just put a smile on my face it was like the first couple minutes of it and every 15 seconds jordan would just like shiver and go i'm so happy right now (laughs) it was just like pure serotonin in a video you could throw an audio from that into this podcast yeah i mean maybe i'll do that (laughs) I'll, i'll i'll do that but it is just so funny i mean you're Let's see. You're one of the OG Chase members, you know, you were in it from two onward. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud to say that I am. Um and you ch- probably have the most like you played the most dominant roles in almost all of them. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I'm the most dominant improv ca- actor on the on the Chases. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've never died never died always doing improv always cracking jokes on set you know i just like i just like to be there man so if you sent me a text a couple of days ago after listening to the last podcast where uh, we were commenting on some of your behavior on the the set of chase five so you want to just you know go over what was said and do you have a response um well first of all i want to comment on my dedication to the uh 13th year podcast. I think I'd, I've listened to every <laughs> single episode in full. Um I always send the uh podcast host my comments live as I uh listen to them. <laughs> At least I send it Which to Which we them. appreciate greatly. Um But yeah, so my behavior on set on Chase 5 I thought was acceptable. Um you know, just <laughs> making making the time enjoyable for everybody. <laughs> Nice. Do you think you maybe made the time enjoyable by keeping the time going? I, I'd say uh, I'd say you portrayed me as a bad influence on the other actors in the last podcast, but uh, I'd say I was Toby just Toby was keeping them inspired. He's
1: kind of going. He's kind of going in on you about the uh, basement scene.
0: Yeah, I don't think I did anything wrong there. I sat in the corner, not facing them, not saying anything.
1: <laughs> which so, is just so such a funny image to like think of
0: it's it is so really we're fun. in the basement of this of the tax <laughs> office with like three foot tall ceilings we're just like crouched down trying to film this and jordan is back to the wall sitting on this grimy floor <laughs> just making everyone in the laugh. opposite corner <laughs> make everyone laugh and then after everyone like uh everyone would keep messing up and laughing And after every time he would just start throwing out disses, just Neil starts laughing. He's like, I've been doing this for four straight chases. You guys got nothing on me. You know, you got to take this seriously. An hour later, I'm going to smoke that boy like a cigar. (laughs) That was good stuff. Uh, There's an argument to be made that once you're seven and a half hours deep into filming, that stuff kind of breaks down. And uh, to be fair, there was like a good 10, I'd say 10, attempts at that scene in the basement where i didn't get involved at all and it was just them messing up so i felt like i had the rights to make comments about their acting skills if i wasn't getting involved and then i was like come on just bite your cheek just just (laughs) stop smiling stop laughing during the scene and in both those scenes the end product they still were laughing but that's how it goes which i say is not my fault and i take zero responsibility for the outcome of those scenes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jordan Angers' response to drama onset. Yeah. So other than that, uh, you started in the Boston Vlog, you know, big time. Um, but you were the creative mind behind Among Us in real life. Oh, this is my favorite topic uh, <laughs> of this past winter break. Actually, um, I guess I'll give a little <laughs> backstory on. I'll give a little backstory on why or why and how we filmed that. Um, so basically. It was just a random winter winter break day. I think Tim was coming out of his COVID recession. Is that true,
1: Um, or is it before that?
0: Could have been. I think it was before. You had COVID after the Among Us. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was before the COVID um, debacle. But I think Jack texted in the the boys group chat saying like, "What's the move today? Anyone got an idea?" And then my go my go to response whenever someone says that in the chat, I always go like, let's just film among us in real life. Um, <laughs> and so no one else gave like a solid idea after that that day. So I was like, well, let's make this a reality. So then I think I FaceTimed or Tim FaceTime me, saying like, I watched the I watched the side men do it, and I was like and he was like, uh, this could actually happen. And I was like, Well, I know it's about to happen because that's how we roll in uh the Bode media. But so then me and Tim organized like a lot of the um, details behind it. And then me, Jack, Chris, and you, Tim, showed up to your your uh, bedroom and we started working on it. And then it just kind of became a reality that night. And for anyone that doesn't know, Among Us is... What... Explain to us what Among Us is and how we did it in real life. Um, basically, Among Us is like, Kind of like the game Mafia. Basically, there's a bad guy and everyone has to figure out who it is um, by just s- figuring out who's acting the weirdest and not normal. But um, the way we did it was we went to yeah, a local... The bad
1: guy The bad guy has to kill the other people before they catch him.
0: Yeah. Um, we basically went to a local elementary school. Um, I think we probably said the name of the school on the podcast before. So, Glencliff Elementary and... We used the playground as our like as our our map, I guess you'd say. And we our did our spaceship. Our spaceship, yeah. And we did <laughs> eight people, one imposter, everyone's got different colored shirts on. And then we went from there, just, we we set up some tasks, we set up some meetings and uh we all had our own POVs and it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> it was, and it has not been edited yet. Uh, I just didn't not download not have- it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a little mad at him when he told me that because I was pretty excited to show showing the boys the uh, Among Us in Real Life video, but... Yeah, um, well, the whole abode media going into video has been very time-consuming, which, no complaints, but it did result in the abode, I mean, into the abode media Among Us in Real Life video getting shelved for a little while. And, you know what, I, I should get... I should get everyone to make sure they download the footage, make sure no one deleted it. Yeah, um, it's an essential opportunity but for some bad stuff I, going there. I, was going, I was doing some file management last night uh, before uploading Toby's Peaky Blinder behind the scenes, and I actually watched a good portion of Jordan's point of view from <laughs> Among Us because it was on my phone. <laughs> and let me tell you guys, I'll set the scene. It is dark and very cold at Glencliffe. Very elementary. cold. Freezing. And Jordan is holding a selfie camera, just his entire face, just on the on the frame as he walks around in the dark uh, doing puzzles or rolling die, and narrating it the whole time. It is just pure comedy. He's just like, I just walked by Tim. He's touching 10 trees in the forest right now. He looks very sus. And it was just so funny watching it. But I hope that gets made. It's, if not, we, we got to make that somehow. But I mean, the actual plot like, worked out perfectly. Yeah. Spencer Spencer ended up winning. It was uh, actually, no one actually, like, learned, there's no scripting in that. We, we actually had no idea Spencer was the uh, imposter until we voted everyone out incorrectly. Realistically, that would have been a lot easier to just script that whole thing yeah we probably, we probably should have it worked <laughs> it worked
1: out <laughs> but at, uh, like at the same time like we're the only ones who are probably gonna watch it so we might as well have fun whoa making whoa, it.
0: whoa if i saw among us in real life at Glencliff elementary school i would watch it if i <laughs> well, didn't I know us you've got like 10 potential viewers here in georgia that want to see the among us in real life and i hyped it up for no reason apparently because it's not getting edited
1: but it, I, it
0: will be edited one day but i did not have the capacity to do it uh,
1: he has to be local to do it
0: yes i do i'll have to be in upstate new york to get that done but it'll be good fun if we if we ever get that out <laughs> so uh you know what else what else is on your mind these days um i'm i'm pretty busy right now just like i was before winter break it's like practice every day working 25 to 30 hours at minimum wage jobs um, there goes my roommate's alarm his um, nap time sorry um, <laughs> yeah working 25 hours a week the soccer I'm taking two classes oh I got like a, I got a 4.0 in a uh, community college last semester if you guys oh congratulations to that. Yeah, yeah, baby. I'm super, I'm super proud of my 4.0 in community college online too um, are you taking more classes right now yeah, I'm taking uh, macro and intro to marketing right now. Nice. And uh how's Mo's going? Are you still at Mo's? Yes, sadly. The food is so bad, dude. <laughs> I can't even count would... the number of stomach aches I've had in the past four months. I had to say, when you told me that you hated Mo's the first time, I was decently surprised. Cause you like it? No, I don't like it, but I am like you hate it. Oh, it's I mean I mean obviously I have like a Emotional connection to Chipotle and the quality that Chipotle brings, even when it's like a bad, like a bad uh franchise of Chipotle. But it just doesn't. Chipotle even doesn't really have franchises, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Sure. Like a bad store. <laughs> yeah, oh, a bad even unnecessary bit. comment.
1: Most <laughs> was the place we went to at the end of the Boston trip? Cadoba Oh, that place is the grime.
0: Moses. Oh yeah, that place. Mo- uh. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it probably was. The rank, oh for so me Tex the ranking goes fast food chipotle and then like skip a few skip a few lines and then maybe
1: uh
0: i guess i do <laughs> i guess you go, i guess it would go chipotle kidoba moe's there's a place called Diablos here that's pretty horrible too <laughs> so then oh, are we only talking fast mexican food yeah, not just any not just any uh, oh, Okay, okay bastard. Talk- I was a little Taco confused Bell? when you said Chick-fil-A.
1: <laughs> oh Taco Bell. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the same thing. Taco Bell's never really talk Bell falls there.
0: I'd say it's definitely the cheapest. Have, it's definitely the worst. They only yeah. have ground beef. Yeah, it's it's gross. That's yeah. And I'm just against ground beef and tacos. I hate to say it. yeah, yeah it's pretty bad
1: burritos um, are better than tacos anyways so
0: yeah that's not true you ever that's had pretty true you ever had birria tacos jack or like what el i don't know how to say it el birria tacos birria <laughs> that's not even a good pronunciation it's better than J- jordan's there well yeah I'd hope i can't so. roll my r's brrr. no what is
1: it joe brrr. oh do you want to talk about the playoffs uh, Did you I guys mean, watch them?
0: I I usually watch like twenty minutes per game, so I don't I can't I don't have too much insight. But uh, Joe Brr is cold. <laughs> I, I can give my insight real quick here. I uh, didn't turn it on until someone texted Joe Brr in the group chat. Roll that, so R, I just roll on. that R. I literally can't do it. Luckily here they don't really need to roll R's; they just go. <sighs> yeah, it's not great. Anyway, I just went onto my illegal stream. Uh, Right as overtime started and saw the Bengals winning drive,
1: anyway. Did you see the interception?
0: No, I didn't really see any of it. My insight wasn't really needed here, oh. in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, give
1: your insight. Uh, well, I mean, Bengals defense really clutched up second half. Uh, as far as overtime goes, Patrick Mahomes, first two passes, absolutely atrocious. His third pass, which got picked off, was an amazing pass, but the defense was just absolutely perfect. Uh, ball was going straight into Tyreek's hand, uh, but the corner, I think, got his hand right in between, poked the ball out, and uh, either the linebacker or defensive back was able to pick it up and uh, and uh, get the interception. So amazing defense by the Bengals, and, of course, Joe Burrow uh, leading them. To a uh, upset victory and a very surprising victory, considering the Bengals were the worst team in football two years ago.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Chase Six.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was gonna. I'm kind of curious. Do we want to do like as our premiere film this summer? That I assume we'll do, uh, Chase Six, or do we want to do like a different route where we don't have to stick to? There has to be a chase within the film
0: it's gotta be chase six it's gotta be chase six dude i had a i don't have an idea i don't have an idea for the storyline but i have an idea like obviously i gotta die at some point so i want to die in chase six as rocco but i want to be like in the most epic battle we've ever filmed yet and end up dying like at the last last minute kind of like um if you haven't seen avengers uh endgame Endgame. this is a little spoiler but i kind of want to be like um iron man and I want to like die in like the last moment in like a heartbreaking way. Even though like save no the one, whole no-
1: world, <laughs> even you're, though you're the bad guy, <laughs>
0: no one no one wants to cheer on the bad guy. But I want to die in the most epic way possible at the last moment for Chase Six. I mean, right now you've gone from neighborhood terrorist to like citywide terrorist <laughs> no, to kind of terrorist. international terrorist in the last three. So maybe I have to go a uh, universe universe terrorist. He's an. He's a. By, de- the, by definition, I'm not
1: sure he's a terrorist.
0: I'm wondering, he's yeah, I'm not a protagonist. protagonist. Does he have
1: a political motive? Yeah. What's his political motive? He's a In Tory. The first bro. one, he's. You <laughs> <laughs> he
0: he like to a the king. Blinders, Chase Six crossover?
1: <laughs> Is he pro Brexit?
0: He's bro. He's pro Brexit, of course. Oh my god. I'm um, to right, practice, but let's keep talking. So, so we were talking with someone. In, I don't even know if this made the final cut about what do you want to see happen in Chase 6. So what are your top three things? Chase 6, like I said, uh, I want to die in an epic way. I want to see mm-hmm. more, more dialogue, more effective dialogue, less swearing. I want to see more locations, maybe like a whole week of filming. I want to make like a half an hour film, Um, yeah, a love scene with uh, "I love you for infinity" playing in the background. (laughs) Um, If it's two dudes, it has to be two dudes, I guess. But if you can find a girl, that'd be good.
1: Oh my god, that (laughs) Um, has to be cut.
0: Why is that going to be cut? (laughs) Check. Tell us why that has to be cut.
1: Your grandparents against the uh, (laughs)
0: dog. So, are they? Are they? uh, Anti, uh, I mean, you, you don't want to say it, No,
1: my grandfather what It was, was giving me the, his the response. Was more goes, so.
0: He goes, "It was just so loud." That was his response on Facebook. <laughs> it was just so loud. <laughs> no, 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 the problem
1: with that is that he, Jordan, wants to find a girl so someone can film a scene with her. That's no. not what I said. I said, I wrote That's what scene. You, just
0: said. "You have a dirty I mind." Never yeah. said the s word, yet. Come on.
1: Oh my God! All right, so for anyone he who love doesn't scene. know what the "I See You to Infinity" video is, uh, oh,
0: now you're gonna double Jordan, violate. Oh, now, you're gonna, now you're gonna. See, it. <laughs> see, this all had to cut out, so now we have to just some... <laughs> not out. Leave it in. Leave it in.
1: Okay. Okay. Jordan and Will did a, a steamy scene in the Boston Airbnb with "I Love You to Infinity" in the background. Yeah. So no, for anyone that's worried, right now, it wasn't really I steamy. I love you to infinity. March or
0: scene. <laughs> for anyone listening that is worried after what was just said it was not anything <laughs> that steamy so don't don't you worry yeah we're not gonna <laughs> get canceled here but jack that is not what he's saying he's saying there's a love interest in the film we're not trying to do anything dirty what do you think this is yeah what is this well, like the euphoria listeners
1: don't understand what the concept behind or the uh implications behind this song I love you to infinity within this group is so it's just two people who just
0: love each other until the world ends when Rocco goes (laughs) down that is is not what
1: that means
0: (laughs) let's do a scene where I'm like the love interest and we're on the edge of a cliff and then she backstabs me and pushes me off the cliff and then uh we'll get a stunt double for that (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we ha- no no no, no. Right. this is what Our we, probably dude, we stunt have double to get that'll
0: jump off a cliff for us
1: <laughs> no we have to get like a life size dummy and it will just look like comically awful but it will be hilarious and yeah. we'll like, dress him up in the same clothes and just push him off the cliff yeah and then we don't have the budget to go get it so we'll just be there for like <laughs> so we'll be literally years <laughs> Shh.
0: yeah that's gonna be worrying when there's a dead body floating in the mohawk river jack oh <laughs> It's, Wait, placed, into the it's plush, though. It's plush.
1: No, you could push it onto that beach that Will and uh, Oh Chase uh, Three. If, if you leave a
0: dummy there, the police are going to get called. The Chase Three Beach, Chase Three Beach. But we can't yeah, actually you post guys it got
1: down there. So you could,
0: yeah, we could, could get down grab there. It.
1: all right, we got to um, wrap this up. Um, you need a on drone, We'd we need, we need a drone for that.
0: No, we don't need a drone for Chase Six. But uh, we got some technical changes to make. Jordan's obviously. Got some actually pretty great ideas, except for the "Love You for Infinity" song. <laughs> I think I'd say all those ideas are fantastic. I'm ex- extremely excited to get away from my, this academy and get back with the boys. So,
1: do we want Chase Six to be like a direct sequel to Chase Five, or do we want it just kind of be like the other ones where it's like a Rocko exists sequel? and is the bad guy, but like it has nothing to do with what happened in Chase Five? I think. I mean, they're going the to be sort of related.
0: Yeah, they're going to be sort of related just because we we're going to end up like. Being in the tax office. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. We'll have a whole week to plan it out and find locations. Yeah, I know, but all all signs point that even like the tax office is a decent location. Just we've overused it. Yeah, for sure. But all right, you got you got to go, right? Yeah, I guess I'll I'll wrap it up on uh, wrap it up for yourself and us. All right, I got you guys. All right, guys, thank you for having me. Um, I should be updating everybody on my commitment in the next, we'll say maximum month and a half, hopefully less than that. Um, I should know actually by my birthday, where I'm going, which should be cool. March 3rd. Yeah. And I'll see uh, my family then too, is the plan. Um, yeah. That's me from Augusta. Um, thanks for having me on Jack and Tim. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Make sure you go to abodemedia.com for everything. Dot org. org, related, org. It's dot org guys, but dot com <laughs> might bring you. Dot com might bring you somewhere too. Um, that'll, that'll bring you to the site that we couldn't afford. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Jack and Tim. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Pound it, noggin. Peace. That's a great outro. Thanks, Jordan. We'll see you later. All right, bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>